Welcome to the second version of the Tate Family Scripture Podcast. In the last one, we listened to Wendy and Rick reading chapters out of the books of First and Second Nephi. Now we're going to move on to the book of Enos, which Amy will read to us. And as you think about Enos and his prayer, think about how you have prayed and how God has blessed you and answered your prayers and the things that are most important to pray for. Hope you enjoy it.
Okay, Amy has just read the book of Enos to us. Now we're going to move ahead, and she's going to start reading in Mosiah chapter 2. But before she does, I want Grandpa, Ralph, Dad, to explain to you the transition that happens between these two parts. So far, we've been reading primarily uh, the messages of Lehi and Nephi and Jacob and Enos. Nephi and Jacob were Lehi's sons, and Enos was his grandson. They came out of Jerusalem about 600 BC. Over the years, records were kept by various prophets. And Mormon, when he abridged the Book of Mormon, decided to select certain aspects of it that he would emphasize in his abridgment. Now we're jumping ahead nearly 300 years. At this time, a great civilization had developed. A great city of Zarahemla existed and King Benjamin was the king over the people at this time. Near the end of his life, he gathered all of his people together and had them bring their tents and listen to him as he taught them about important things pertaining to their relationship with God. He foretold the time when Jesus Christ would come to the earth and the atonement of Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and many of the important aspects that are ahead of them. These records were recorded, 
and then he turned the kingdom over to his son Mosiah, who continues writing of the experiences of his day. Now we'll turn it over to Amy to read the, from the great sermon that King Benjamin gave to the people at this time. Are only in the service of 
engrafted into you your life for which you are indebted unto him. And secondly, he does require that you should do unto him the man of you, for which if you do, he does immediately bless you, and therefore he has paid you. And you are still indebted unto him, and are and will be forever and ever. Therefore, what has he to boast? And now I ask, can ye say aught of yourselves? I answer you, nay. Ye cannot say that ye are even as much as the dust of the earth, yet ye were created of the dust of the earth. But behold, it belongeth to him who created you. And I, even I, whom ye call your king, am no better than ye yourselves are, for I am also of the dust. And ye behold that I am old, and I am about to yield up this mortal frame to its mother earth. Therefore, as I said unto you that I have served you, walking with a clear conscience before God, even so I at this time have caused that you should assemble yourselves together, that I might be found blameless, and that your blood should not come upon me, when I shall stand to be judged of God of the things whereof he has commanded me concerning you. I say unto you that I have caused that you should assemble yourselves together, that I might rid my garments of your blood at this period of time when I am about to go down to my grave, that I might go down in peace, and my immortal spirit might join the choirs above in singing the praises of a just God. And moreover, I say unto you that I have caused that you should assemble yourselves together, that I might declare unto you that I can no longer be your teacher, nor your king. For even at this time my whole frame to tremble exceedingly while attempting to speak unto you. For the Lord God did support me, and hath suffered me that I should speak unto you, and hath commanded me that I should declare unto you this day that my son Mosiah is the king and the ruler over you. And now, my brethren, I would that ye should do as ye have hitherto done, as ye have kept my commandments, and also the commandments of my father, have prospered and been kept from falling into the hands of your enemies. Even so, if you shall keep the commandments of my Son, or the commandments of God, which shall be delivered unto you by him, you shall prosper in the land, and your enemies shall have no power over you. But, O my people, beware lest there shall arise contentions among you, and ye list to obey the evil spirit which was spoken of by my father Mosiah. For behold, there is a woe pronounced upon him who listeth to obey the spirit, for if he listeth to obey him, and remaineth and dieth in his sins, the same drink of damnation to his own soul. For he receiveth for his wages an everlasting punishment, having transgressed the law of God contrary to his own knowledge. I say unto you, that there are not any among you, except it be your little children, that have not been taught concerning these things. But what knoweth that ye are eternally indebted to your heavenly Father, to render to him all that you have and are, but also have been taught concerning the records which contain the prophecies spoken by the holy prophets, even down to the time our father Levi left Jerusalem. And also all that has been spoken by our fathers until now. And behold also, they spake that which was commanded them of the Lord. Therefore they are just and true. Now I say unto you, my brethren, that after ye have known and have been taught all these things, that ye should transgress and go contrary to that which has been spoken, that ye do withdraw yourselves from the Spirit of the Lord, that it may have no place in you to guide you in wisdom's paths, that ye may be blessed, prospered, and I say unto you that the man that doeth this, the sin cometh out in open rebellion against God. Therefore, he listeth to obey the evil spirit of the enemy to all righteousness. Therefore, the Lord has no place in him, for he dwelleth not in unholy temples. Therefore, if that man repenteth not and remaineth and dieth an enemy to God, the demands of divine justice to awaken his immortal soul to a lively sense of his own guilt, which does cause him to shrink from the presence of the Lord, and doth fill his breast with guilt and pain and anguish, which is like an unquenchable fire. Desire that you 
shall be as a lake of fire burning up. And again, my brethren, I would call your attention, for I have somewhat more to speak unto you. For behold, I have things to tell you concerning that which is to come. And the things which I shall tell you are made known unto me by an angel from God. And he said unto me, Awake, and I awoke, and behold, he stood before me. And he said unto me, Awake, and hear the words which I shall tell you. For behold, I am come to declare unto you the glad tidings of great joy. For the Lord hath heard thy prayers, and hath judged of thy righteousness, and hath sent me to declare unto thee that thou mayest rejoice, and that thou mayest declare to thy people that they may also be filled with joy. For behold, the time cometh, and is not far distant, that with power the Lord omnipotent who reigneth, who was, and is from all eternity to all eternity, shall come down from heaven among the children of men, and shall dwell in a tabernacle of clay, and shall go forth amongst men, working mighty miracles, such as healing the sick, raising the dead, causing the lame to walk, the blind to receive their sight, and the deaf to hear, and curing all manner of diseases. And he shall cast out devils, or the evil spirits which dwell in the hearts of the children of men. And lo, he shall suffer temptations, and pain of body, hunger, thirst, and fatigue, even more than man can suffer, except it be unto death. For behold, blood cometh from every pore, so great shall be his anguish for the wickedness and the abominations of his people. And he shall be called Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of heaven and earth, the creator of all things from his beginning, and his mother shall be called Mary. And though he cometh unto his own, that salvation might come unto the children of men, even through faith on his name. And even after all this, they shall consider him a man, and say that he hath the devil, and shall scourge him, and shall crucify him. And he shall rise the third day from the dead, and behold, he stands to judge the world, and behold, all these things are done, that a righteous judgment might come upon the children of men. For behold, and also his blood atoneth for the sins of those who have fallen by the transgression of Adam, who have died not knowing the will of God concerning them, who have ignorantly sinned. But woe, woe unto him who knoweth that he rebelleth against God, for salvation cometh from none such, except to be through repentance and faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord God hath set his holy prophets among all the children of men to declare these things to every kindred, nation, and tongue, that thereby whosoever should believe that Christ should come, that they might receive remission of their sins and rejoice with exceeding and great joy, even as though he had already come among them. Yet the Lord God saw that his people were stiff-necked of people, and he appointed unto them a law, even the law of Moses. And many signs and wonders and types and shadows showed he unto them concerning his son, about the holy prophets spake unto them concerning his son. And yet they hardened their hearts, and understood not that the law of Moses availed us to be acceptable through the atonement of his blood. Even if it were possible, but little children and they could not be saved. But I say unto you, they are blessed, for behold, as an atom of our nature they fall, even so the blood of Christ atones for their sins. And moreover, I say unto you, that there shall be no other name given, nor any other way, nor means whereby salvation can come unto the children of men, only in and through the name of Christ, the Lord omnipotent. For behold, he judges, and his judgment is just, and the infant perisheth not, but dieth in his infancy. But men drink damnation to their own souls, except they humble themselves and children, and believe that salvation was and is and is to come, in and through the eternal blood of Christ, the Lord omnipotent. For the natural man is the enemy to God, and has been from the fall of Adam, and will be forever and ever, unless he yields to the enticements of the Holy Spirit, and putteth off the natural man, and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord sees fit to inflict upon him, even as a child would submit to his father. And moreover, I say unto you that the time shall come when the knowledge of the Savior shall spread throughout every nation of kindred twenty people. And behold, when that time cometh, none shall be found blameless before God except to be little children, only through repentance and faith on the name of the Lord God omnipotent. And even at this time, when thou shalt have taught thy people the same.
God. For behold, are we not all beggars? Do we not all depend upon the same being, even God, for all the substance which we have, for both food and raiment, and for gold, and for silver, and for all the riches which we have of every kind? For behold, even at this time we have been calling on his name, and begging for a remission of your sins. And has he suffered that ye have begged in vain? Nay, he has poured out his spirit upon you, and has caused that your heart should be filled with joy, and has caused that your mouth should be stopped, that ye could not find others. So exceedingly great was your joy. And now, if God, who has created you, on whom ye are dependent for your lives, and for all that ye have and are, doth grant unto you whatsoever ye ask that is right and safe, believing that ye shall receive, oh then, how ye ought to impart of the substance that ye have one to another. And if ye judge the man who put up his petition to you for your substance that ye perish not, and condemn him, how much more justly your condemnation for withholding your substance, which does not belong to you, but to God, to whom also your life belongeth, and yet ye put up no petition, or repent of the thing which thou hast done. I say unto you, Woe be unto that man, for his substance shall perish with him. And now I say these things unto those who are rich as the king to the things of this world. Yeah. And again I say unto the poor, Ye who have not, and yet have sufficient, that ye remain from day to day. I mean, all you who deny the beggar, because ye have not. I would that ye say in your hearts that I give not because I have not, but if I have it. And now if ye say this in your hearts, you remain guiltless, otherwise ye are condemned. For your condemnation is just, for ye covet that which ye have not received. And now for the sake of these things which I have spoken unto you, that is, for the sake of retaining remission of your sins from day to day, that ye may walk guiltless before God, I would that ye should impart of your substance to the poor, every man according to that which he hath, such as feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting the sick, and administering to their relief, both spiritually and temporally, according to their wants. And see that all these things are done in wisdom and order, for it is not requisite that a man should run faster than he has strength. And again, it is expedient that he should be diligent, that thereby he might win the prize. Therefore, all things must be done in order. And I would that you should remember that whosoever among you borrows of his neighbor should return the thing that he borrowed, according as he doth agree, or else thou shalt commit sin. And perhaps thou shalt cause thy neighbor to commit sin also. And finally, I cannot tell you all the things whereby you will commit sin. For there are diverse ways and means, even so many that I cannot number them. This much I can tell you, that if you do not watch yourselves in your thoughts, in your words, and your deeds, and observe the commandments of God, continue in the faith of what ye have heard concerning the coming of our Lord, even unto the end of your lives ye must perish. And now, O oh man, remember the perish moment. Chapter 5. The saints become the sons and daughters of Christ through faith. They are then called by the name of Christ. King Benjamin exhorts them to be steadfast and immovable in good works. And now it came to pass that when King Benjamin had thus spoken to his people, he sent among them, desiring to know of his people if they believed the words which he had spoken unto them. And they all cried with one voice, saying, Hey, we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us, and also we know of their surety and truth, because of the Spirit of the Lord omnipotent, which has wrought a mighty change in us, or in our hearts, that we have no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. And we ourselves, also through the infinite goodness of God and the manifestations of His Spirit, have great news of that which is to come, a word expedient, we can prophesy of all things. And it is the faith which we have had on the things which our King has spoken unto us that has brought us to this great knowledge, whereby we do rejoice with such exceedingly great joy. And we are willing to enter into a covenant with our God to do His will and to be obedient to His commandments in all things that we shall command Him. And all the remainder of our gains we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment, as has been spoken by the angel, that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of God. And now these are the words which the Benjamin desired of them. And therefore he said unto them, We have spoken the words 
that I desired, and the covenant which ye have made is a righteous covenant. And now, because of the covenant which ye have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ, his sons and his daughters. For behold, this day he has spiritually begun. For ye say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name. Therefore, ye are born of him, and have become his sons and his daughters. And under this head ye are made free, and there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore, I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ. All you that have entered into the covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. But it shall come to pass, and whosoever doeth, this shall be found at the right hand of God. For he shall know the name by which he is called, for he shall be called by the name of Christ. And now it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall not take upon him the name of Christ must be called by some other name. Therefore he findeth himself on the left hand of God. And I would that ye should remember also that this is the name that I said I should give unto you, that never should be blotted out except it be the transgression. Therefore, take heed that ye do not transgress, that the name be not blotted out of your hearts. I say unto you, I would that ye should remember to retain the name written always in your hearts, that ye are not found on the left hand of God, but that ye hear and know the voice by which ye shall be called, and also the name by which ye shall call you. For how knoweth the man the master whom he has not served, and who is a stranger unto him, and is far from the thoughts and intents of his heart? And again, does the man take an ass which belongeth to his neighbor and keep it? I say unto you, Nay, he will not even suffer that ye shall feed him on his will drive him away and cast him out. I say unto you, that even so shall be among you, if ye know not the name by which ye are called. Therefore, I would that ye should be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in good works, that Christ the Lord God of Himself may be so used that you may be brought to heaven, that you may have everlasting salvation and eternal life, through the wisdom and power and justice and mercy of Him who created all things, heaven and earth, who is God of the law. Aren't those wonderful chapters that we've just heard, chapters 2 through 5 of Mosiah? I just want to highlight a couple of scriptures that I really like in those chapters. First in chapter 2, verse 17. Behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you're in the service of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God. And that goes on to talk about service and how no matter what we do for Heavenly Father, we're still indebted to him because of all that he's given to us. Then over in the same chapter in verse 41, this is one of my favorites. And moreover, I would desire that you should consider on the blessed and happy state of those that keep the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. Oh, remember, remember that these things are true, for the Lord God hath spoken it. Chapter 3, remember, King Benjamin talked about the coming of Jesus Christ and how he would suffer so much. Pain of body, hunger, thirst, and fatigue, and blood even came from every pore as he underwent the suffering for us. I love these chapters. Here's another verse I like in chapter Four, and see that all things are done in wisdom and order, for it is not requisite that a man should run faster than he has strength. And again, it's expedient that he should be diligent, that thereby he might win the prize. Therefore, all things must be wrought in order. All right, we're going to move now and have Grandpa Tate, Ralph Elder Tate, uh, give us a little transition so we know what's coming ahead as we skip ahead to chapter 12 of Mosiah. After the time of 
King Benjamin's wonderful speech. He anointed his son Mosiah to be a king and a prophet to the people. Mosiah was a righteous king. He was concerned about a group of Nephites who had left the land of Zarahemla about 80 years earlier and had gone up to the land of the Lamanites. They had gone up there to settle and had worked out an arrangement with the Lamanites to let them share the land, but it was by cunning and device that the Lamanites sought to take control of these Nephites and had brought them into captivity. During this period of time, however, the Nephite group had their own leaders and they had a righteous men, Zenith and others, that led them for a while, but then a very wicked king by the name of Noah came into power over the Nephites. And Noah allowed all kinds of riotous living and wickedness to occur among the Nephites. And a prophet was called of the Lord to come against Noah before him and to testify of his wickedness and that his uh, the Lord would uh, overthrow him. And King Noah was very, very upset at Abinadi and sought to take his life. But one of King Noah's priests, a person by the name of Alma, believed the words of Abinadi and sought to help him and gathered people uh, around to follow after the words of Abinadi, insomuch that King Noah sought Alma's life as well. This, these chapters here pertain to uh, what happened during that period of time that this Nephite group was among the Lamanites, and it particularly tells of the prophecies and teachings of Abinadi that he made at this time. Subsequently, those who were sent by Mosiah down to help them were able to free them and to help them get back to the land of Zarahemla. But these particular chapters pertain to the teachers, teachings of Abinadi, which led to the overthrow of King Noah and the release of these people. Yea, 
even this light here, that I may discover the abominations of this people to other nations, and many things that have been as I prophesy against this people. And it came to pass that they were angry with him, and they took him and carried him down before the king, and said unto the king, Behold, we have brought a man before thee who has prophesied evil concerning thy people, and saith that God will destroy them. And he also prophesied evil concerning thy life, and saith that thy life shall be as a garment that burns the fire. And again he saith that thou shalt be as a stock, even as a dry stock of the field, which is run over by the beast and trodden in the foot. And again he saith that thou shalt be as the blossoms of a thistle, which when it is fully ripe, if the wind bloweth, it is turned forth upon the face of the land. And he pretendeth the Lord hath spoken, and he saith, All this shall come upon thee, except thou return. This because of thy iniquity. And now, O king, what great evil hast thou done? Or what great sins have thy people committed, that we should be condemned of God or judged of this man? And now, O king, behold, we are guiltless. And thou, O king, hast not sinned. Therefore, this man hath lied concerning you, and he has prophesied in me. And behold, we are strong, and we shall not come into bondage, for we take the captive by our enemies. Yea, and thou hast prospered in the land, and thou shalt also prosper. Behold, here is the man, we deliver him into thy hand. Thou mayest do with him as he must be good. And it came to pass that King Noah caused that Abinadi should be cast into prison, and commanded that the priests should gather themselves together that he might hold the council with them what he should do with them. And it came to pass that they said unto the king, Bring him hither that we may question him. And the king commanded that he should be brought before them. And they began to question him that they might cross him, that thereby they might have wherewith to accuse him. But he answered him boldly, and withstood all their questions, gave to their astonishment. So he did withstand them in all their questions and they found them in all their words. And it came to pass that one of them said unto him, What meaneth the words which are written, and which have been taught by our fathers, saying, How beautiful upon the mountains are the seed of him that brings good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God brings Thy watching shall lift up thy voice, and with the voice together shall be seen. For they shall see eye to eye, and the Lord shall bring again them Break forth into joy, sing together ye witnesses of Jerusalem, the Lord hath comforted his people, yet we be in Jerusalem. The Lord hath made fair his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth, and shall see the salvation of our God. Now Abinadi said unto them, Are you priests, and begin to teach his people, and to understand the spirit of prophesying, and yet desire to know of me what he sees me? I say unto you, Woe be unto you for perverting the ways of the Lord. For if ye understand these things, ye have not taught them. Therefore ye have perverted the ways of the Lord. Ye have not applied your hearts to understanding, therefore ye have not been wise. Therefore, what teach ye these people? And they said, We teach the law of Moses. And again he said unto them, If ye teach the law of Moses, why do ye not keep it? Why do ye set your hearts upon riches? Why do ye commit hoardings and spend your strength in harlots day, and cause the people to commit sin that the Lord has caused to send you to prophesy against the people, yea, even a great evil against the people? Know ye not that I speak the truth? Yea, ye know that I speak the truth, and ye ought to tremble before God. It shall come to pass, ye shall be smitten for your iniquities. For ye have said that ye teach the law of Moses, and what know ye concerning the law of Moses? Did salvation come by the law of Moses? What say ye? And they answered and said, The salvation is come by the law of Moses. And now then and I said unto them, I know if ye keep the commandments of God, ye shall be saved. Yea, if ye keep the commandments which the Lord delivered unto Moses, and are not a finite saying, I am the Lord thy God, who has brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any crazy image, or any likeness of anything in heaven above, or things which are on the earth beneath. Have now been and I said unto them, Have ye done all this? I say unto you, Nay, ye have not. And have ye taught these people that they should do all these things? I say unto you, Nay, ye have not. Chapter 13. Abinadi is protected by divine power. He teaches the Ten Commandments. Salvation does not come by the law of Moses alone, 
God himself shall make you atonement and make you people. Now when the king had heard these words, he said unto his king, Away with this fellow and slay him. For what have we to do with him for he is mad? And they stood forth and tempted to lay their hands on him. But he withstood them and said unto them, Touch me not, for God shall smite you if you lay your hands upon me. For I have not delivered the message which the Lord sent me to deliver. Neither have I told you that which you requested that I should tell. Therefore God will not suffer that I shall be destroyed at this time. But I must fulfill the commandments wherewith God has commanded me. And because I have told you the truth, you are angry with me. But again, because I have spoken the word of God, you have judged me that I am mad. Now it came to pass after Abinadi had spoken these words, that the people of King Noah durst not lay their hands on him. For the Spirit of the Lord was upon him, and his face shone with exceeding luster, even as Moses did while in the Mount of Sinai, while speaking with the Lord. And he spake with power and authority from God, and he continued his words, saying, You see that ye have not power to slay me. Therefore I finish my message, yea, and I perceive that it cuts you to your hearts, because I tell you the truth concerning your iniquities. Yea, and my words fill you with wonder and amazement, and with anger. But I finish my message, and then it matters not whither I go, if it so be that I am saved. This much I tell you, what you do with me after this shall be as a type and a shadow of things which are to come. And now I read unto you the remainder of the commandments of God, for I perceive that they are not written in your heart. I perceive that you have studied and taught me to be the most part of your life. And now you remember that I said unto you, Thou shalt not make unto thee any grandest image, or any likeness of things which are in heaven above, or which are in the earth beneath, or which are in the water under the earth. And again, Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless, but taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor, and do all thy work. But the seventh day, the Sabbath of the Lord thy God, thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy mount servant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and the sea, and all that in them is. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And it came to pass that after Abinadi had made an end of these things, he said unto them, Have ye taught this people that they should observe to do all these things, or to keep these commandments? I say unto you, Nay, for if ye had, the Lord would not have caused me to come forth and to prophesy evil concerning this people. And now ye have said that salvation cometh by the law of Moses. I say unto you that it is expedient that ye should keep the law of Moses as yet. But I say unto you that the time shall come when it shall no more be expedient to keep the law of Moses. And moreover, I say unto you that salvation doth not come by the law alone. And were it not for the atonement which God himself shall make for the sins and iniquities of his people, they must unavoidably perish, notwithstanding the law of Moses. And now I say unto you that it was expedient that there should be a law given to the children of Israel, yea, even a very strict law, for they were a stiff-necked people, put to do iniquity, and slow to remember the Lord their God. Therefore there was a law given them, yea, a law of performances and of ordinances, a law which they were to observe strictly from day to day, to keep them in remembrance of God and their duty towards them. But behold, I say unto you, that all these things were types of things to come. And now, and now did they understand the law? I say unto you, nay, they did not all understand the law, and this because of the hardness of their heart. For they understood not that there could not any man be saved except it were through the redemption of God. 
For behold, did not Moses prophesy unto them concerning the coming of the Messiah, and that God should redeem his people? Yea, and even all the prophets who have prophesied ever since the world began, have they not spoken more or less concerning these things? Have they not said that God himself should come down among the children of men, and take upon him the form of man, and go forth in mighty power on the face of the earth? Yea, and have not they said also that he should bring to pass the resurrection of the dead, and that he himself should be oppressed and afflicted? Chapter 14. Isaiah speaks messianically. Messiah's humiliation and suffering are set forth. He makes people an offering for sin and makes intercession for transgressors. Compare Isaiah 53. Yea, even does not Isaiah say, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form, no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no evil, neither with any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Chapter 15. How Christ is both the Father and the Son. He shall make intercession and bear the transgressions of his people. They and all the holy prophets are his seed. He bringeth the path of the resurrection. Little children have eternal life. And now bid it I said unto them, I would that ye should understand that God himself shall come down among the children of men, and shall redeem his people. And because he dwelleth in flesh, he shall be called the Son of God, and having subjected the flesh to the will of the Father, being the Father and the Son. The Father, because he was conceived by the power of God, and the Son, because of the flesh, thus becoming the Father and Son. And they are one God, yea, the very eternal Father of heaven and of earth. And thus the flesh becoming subject to the Spirit, for the Son to the Father, being one God, suffered temptation, and yieldeth not to the temptation, but suffered himself to be mocked, and scourged, and cast out, and stoned by his people. And after all this, after working many mighty miracles among the children of men, he shall be led, yea, even as Isaiah said, of the sheep before the shearer is done, so he opened not his mouth. Yea, even so he shall be led, crucified and slain, the flesh becoming subject even unto death, the will of the Son being followed up in the will of the Father. And thus God breaketh the bounds of death. Having gained the victory over death, giving the Son power to make intercession for the children of men, having ascended into heaven, having the vows of mercy, being filled with compassion towards the children of men, standing betwixt them in justice, having broken the bounds of death, taken upon himself their iniquity and their transgression, having redeemed them and satisfied the mounds of justice. And now I say unto you, who shall declare his generation? Behold, I say unto you that when his soul has been made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. And now what say ye? And who shall be his seed? 
Behold, I say unto you that whosoever has heard the words of the prophets, yea, all the holy prophets who have prophesied concerning the coming of the Lord, I say unto you that all those who have hearkened unto their words and believed that the Lord would redeem his people and have looked forward to that day for remission of their sins, I say unto you that these are his feet, or they are the heirs of the kingdom of God. For these are they whose sins he has borne. These are they for whom he has died, to redeem them from their transgressions. And now are they not his feet? Yet are not the prophets every one that has opened his mouth to prophesy and has not fallen into transgression? I mean all the holy prophets ever since the world began. I say unto you that they are of his feet. And these are they who have published peace, who have brought good tidings of good, who have published salvation, and been into Zion, and God reigneth. And know how beautiful upon the mountains were their feet. And again, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those that are still publishing peace. And again, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those who shall hereafter publish peace, yea, from this time henceforth and forever. And behold, I say unto you, this is not all. For oh, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that is the founder of peace, yea, even the Lord, who has redeemed his people, yea, him who has granted salvation unto his people. For were it not for the redemption which he hath made for his people, which was prepared from the foundation of the world, I say unto you, were it not for this, all mankind must have perished. For behold, the bounds of death shall be broken, and the sun reigneth, and hath power over the dead. Therefore he bringeth to pass the resurrection of the dead. And there cometh a resurrection, even a first resurrection, yea, even a resurrection of those that have been, and who are, and who shall be, even until the resurrection of Christ, for so shall he be called. And now the resurrection of all the prophets, and all those that have believed in their words, for all those that have kept the commandments of God shall come forth in the first resurrection. Therefore, they are the first resurrection. They are raised to dwell with God who has redeemed them. Thus they have eternal life through Christ who has broken the bounds of death. And these are those who have part in the first resurrection. And these are they that have died before Christ came in their ignorance, not having salvation declared unto them. And thus the Lord bringeth about the restoration of these. And they have a part in the first resurrection or have eternal life being redeemed by the Lord. And little children also have eternal life. But behold, and fear, and tremble before God, for ye ought to tremble, for the Lord redeemeth none such that rebel against him and die in their sins. Yea, even all those that have perished in their sins ever since the world began, that have willfully rebelled against God, that have known the commandments of God, and would not keep them, these are they who have no part in the first resurrection. Therefore ought ye not to tremble, for salvation cometh to none such, for the Lord hath redeemed none such. Yea, neither can the Lord redeem such, for he cannot deny himself, for he cannot deny justice when it has its place. Now I say unto you that the time shall come that the salvation of the Lord shall be declared to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. Yea, Lord, thy watchmen shall lift up their voice, and with the voice together shall they sing. For they shall see eye to eye, when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy, sing together, ye wastelands of Jerusalem, for the Lord hath comforted his people, he hath redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Chapter 16 God redeems men from their lost and fallen state. Those who are carnal remain as though there was no redemption. Christ brings to pass a resurrection to endless life or to endless salvation. Now it came to pass that after Benedict had spoken these words, he stretched forth his hand and said, The time shall come when all shall see the salvation of the Lord, and every nation, kindred, tongue, and people shall see eye to eye, and shall confess before God that his judgments are just. And then shall the wicked be cast out, and they shall have cause to howl and weep and wail and gnash their teeth, and this because they would not hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Therefore the Lord redeemeth them not. For they are carnal and devilish, and the devil has power over them. Yea, even that old serpent that did beguile our first parents, which was the cause of their fault, which was the cause of all mankind becoming carnal, sensual, devilish, doing evil from good, subjecting themselves to the devil. 
But Balmain kind were lost, and behold, they would have been endlessly lost were it not that God redeemed his people from their lost and fallen state. But remember that he that persists in his own carnal nature, and goes on in the ways of sin, and rebellion against God, remaineth in his fallen state, and the devil hath all power over him. Therefore he is as though there was no redemption made, being an enemy to God, and also is the devil an enemy to God. Now if Christ did not come into the world, speaking of things to come as though they had already come, there could have been no redemption. And if Christ had not risen from the dead, or broken the bounds of death, that the grave should have no victory, and that death should have no sting, there could have been no resurrection. There is a resurrection, therefore the grave hath no victory, and the sting of death is swallowed up in Christ. He is the light and the life of the world, yea, a light that is endless, that can never be darkened, yea, and also a life which is endless, that there can be no more death. Even this mortal shall put on immortality, and this corruption shall put on incorruption, and shall be brought down before the bar of God, to be judged of him according to their works, whether they be good or whether they be evil. If they be good, to the resurrection of endless life and happiness, and if they be evil, to the resurrection of endless damnation, being delivered up to the devil, who hath subjected them unto damnation. Having gone according to their own carnal wills and desires, having never called upon the Lord, while the arms of mercy were extended towards them, for the arms of mercy were extended towards them, and they would not, they being warned of their iniquities, and yet they would not depart from them. And they were commanded to repent, and yet they would not repent. And now ought ye not to tremble and repent of your sins, and remember that only in and through Christ can you be saved? Therefore, if you teach the law of Moses, also teach that it is a shadow of those things which are to come. Teach them that redemption cometh through Christ the Lord, who is the very eternal Father. Amen.